Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Round 25 of the NRL, two weeks to go in head-to-head and draft and all that fun stuff, and three weeks in overall, so we are very much at the business end here. JT, joined by Lakey. How are you, buddy? Mate, I'm doing okay. I've just come from dinner where I ate my uh, body weight in chicken wings, so I've got the meat sweats a little bit, but I'm I'm surviving. Could be worse off. Nothing. Nothing like a good chicken feast on a Tuesday night. Matt actually went to the gym last night. I'm feeling horrendous. On purpose? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, well, I didn't have that much to drink that I wandered up out there, but no, made it through. And now I feel like that entitles me to another six months of not going to the gym and just yeah. feeding my body alcohol and, uh, and chicken wings, basically. <laughs> I, again, I, I've done similar. I've started working out a little bit. And uh, I said to a mate of mine, like, I'm, I'm getting stronger. I can feel the body getting stronger. But at the same time, it hurts constantly and I can barely yep. use it. So I don't really see what the point is. No. Yeah, well, mate, as soon as I hit 30 last year, it's all been downhill. But you know what? I don't know if anyone else out there has this thought. But when I'm running on a treadmill and I'm absolutely you know, horrendously out of breath, at the back of my mind, I think, what if the Cowboys need me? What if? <laughs> what if? What, we have if? A thousand, what if we have a million and one injuries to every single possible rugby league player in grand final week and they say, geez, we just need the biggest battler Cowboys fan that we can find and I just need to make sure, you know, you get on the treadmill, you're counting down, you're like, oh, okay, got 100 metres to go here. This is feeling like an absolute stretch. But in the back of my mind, I think, what if you're scoring a runaway grand That's final it. try? You've got 100 metres to get to the other <laughs> end and score that grand final try off a Morgan flick pass. I, mate, in all seriousness, you're probably better chance of making the Dolphin squad this week than you are the Cowboys. Mate, it's an absolute debacle. But you know what? I, I don't know. This could be the kind of game. What was the baby Broncos that they're hanging on to for from 15 years ago when Wayne got their side up during Origin? It's one of those things. Like, who? I don't even. Yeah. Uh, there's not terrible guys in that side there. But how does Val Tavaro in, in their time of need get bumped to the extended? What's going on? Have you watched his last two games? He well, has look, been inspiration. Dreadful. <laughs> the guy on the treadmill, dreadful. <laughs> the guy on the treadmill going trending towards looking like him. He is an inspiration to us all. But no, anyway, it's a it's a weird time of year. There's some games this week that could you know be absolute blowouts, could be blockbusters. But I think headlined by Tigers fins. I mean that is. In terms of rugby league, classic kind of game at the end of the season where no one from either side wants to be there. They want to be in Bali. This could be absolutely anything. What are you predicting? It, mate, it, it's so funny. I was just looking it up. The Tigers haven't won a game. Uh, let me just bring that up. Since, what are we looking? Probably you guys. Uh. 
<laughs> what? They absolutely did. What what else is there to do after you belt the eventual 2023 premiers That's at right. home, 66 to 18? What else do you have to do? They've hung Clock up off. You're so done. Like, yeah, yeah, round 12 was their last win. They are favourites in this game this weekend, $1.33 favourites. Combank Stadium, what do you reckon the crowd? Oof, I reckon they, they could crack double figures, I reckon. I just want love to go along. I would love to go along for the spectacle. Um, I should say, I actually went along to the NRLW last week in a double header at Langlands Park, about 100 metres from my home. It, great atmosphere, about 3,000 people there. Uh, took forever to get in, actually. The ticketing wasn't fantastic, but great atmosphere, great game. Throwback to, I guess, the older days where the, there was a size difference amongst the team. So back yep. before they were all professional, but you just get some of the bigger girls, the smaller lot on their feet. Like it's an absolute, I love it. Um, compared to some of the other, I guess, women's sports that are being bandied about now as, as you know, hugely popular and all that, NRLW was where it was at for me last Saturday. Couldn't care less what other female spectacle was on later that evening, but NRLW Cowboys getting the win in the last set, sort of minute over the Tigers. What yeah. honestly? I found. I have my new to love. say, I've, I've never been a massive fan of the female sports, but I do enjoy watching the girls. They just go hammer and tong. Uh, there's no fear in them. Throw absolute everything at it, and um, yeah, the, the, it's some good football. No, love it. I love the investment they've done over the last few years. Um, great spectacle. Anyway, we've talked enough about the aside stuff. Maybe before we get into Supercoach, because it is a couple of weeks to go, as we said, there's still some toing and froing. If you've got trades, which I don't, but We'll talk theoretically about it, but we'll have to call out that we had an article put up on the site a couple of weeks ago, basically giving a bit of an update on what we plan to do with the SC Talk site. And I guess it's fair to say, well, it is our sort of last regular season ever. So you and I won't be doing these podcasts uh, next season, sticking purely to the mega guide, and the site's going to look pretty... um, I guess different. So kind of an end of an era. It's been a a long time coming, I guess, with the influx of podcasts and Patreons and Discords and all the other fun stuff. The Supercoach community has grown well beyond our means. And I think, I guess it's our time to bow out and let the professionals do the work. So yeah, this could be, I guess, our second, third, last pod together. It's our swan song. Next time you and I sitting around talking, Super coach and football, it'll be over beers instead of microphones. It, um, it's, it's been a long time. The site uh, founded by Wenon and Nick back in 2008. So they've had a good 15-year run. You, you and I have been involved for the better part of the last decade. Um, and, and really, uh, you know, we've had a lot to do. You're running the site pretty much yourself these days and we're co-hosting and, and putting up a lot of stuff. It's... A lot of work we've got families and stuff going on and it's just it's become bigger than we can uh really get a hold of week to week um Mm. and as you said the absolute quality and saturation in the market around the place it's um it it is a good time it's it's good time for us to take a step back as you said let people with uh better idea better passion um for the game um really take the four and we're happy to continue our uh, roles in the background keep things moving um, a little bit but um, yeah it's going to be a big step back for us and it's going to be a, a whole new era of NRL Supercoach talk. Looking forward to be a to steal from Hello Sport podcast a punter not a dribbler next year <laughs> next season so I'm not going to be on the airwaves anymore spruiking my uh, terrible opinions but it's always it's been a great run I think 2018 I got involved back when Wenon 
uh, discovered that he was a massive Supercoach fan and this SC Talk site that I'd you know, vaguely familiar with in my time, very cursorily playing Supercoach. I found out that he was a big part of that and somehow made it to fourth overall. I've, I've, I reckon I've said it about 7,000 times on this pod, kind of like Wilfred every time he brings up that he won the whole thing. But I was fourth after one round or two rounds and Lange or Wenon said, I must get you on the podcast. You're an absolute genius. You're going to win this thing and proceeded to never do good ever again. But, you know, yeah. he, gave me, he gave me a shot and isn't that the ever-professionalism on the SC Talk? But as you said, it's uh, it's time for us to set off into the sunset, listen to some of the other gurus, go about what they do. Uh, I mean, I can't even find the right soundboard half the time. I've got to type your name <laughs> in. I've got to type your email in every single Tuesday night and make sure it goes to the right uh, person. Thankfully, so far, uh, when I set the site up, I've got to send you the link to jump on the pod with me. Haven't yet sent it to some incorrect email. Although I've always thought, what if I just sent it to Daniel Lake 632 or something like that and some random guy from America jumped on? Yeah, could have better ideas than you yeah. and I. Oh, mate, let's say, judging by our form and the site's form, we've proven that the less you know about mm. this game, the better. Uh, Nick has never been better at Supercoach since he walked away from the site and stopped watching Rugby League. So it's every chance some professional uh, NFL punter would come on and, and win the comp. Absolutely. Well, speaking of, I'm, I'm jumping into the NFL draft again this season for looking to take it out, uh, having absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Uh, but I must say, before we get on to the real stuff, favorite memory, um, I'll throw to you as well with this one, but it's hard to pick you know, any one podcast. There was one time where you, Benny G, and I were sat in a room and he said something about lasting three minutes, something yes. absolutely juvenile, and we absolutely. could we not contain giggled. our schoolgirl <laughs> school giggling. That's right. I think it was called it. That was really good. But there was another one where I can't even remember. It was COVID. It was that 2020 downtime where we were just filling the airwaves with whatever we could. And I reckon I jumped on a pod to, I think, host it. I reckon I would have been about two and a half bottles of wine deep, maybe some scotch. I can barely remember it. And I thought I sailed through fine and made it all uh, make sense and all that. And then I remember, I think it was Benny G himself actually messaged me the next day being like, he's listened to it and gone, were you drunk? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I am. That That is a disparaging. No, that uh, would have been your Sunday night wraps when you were doing those ones. Oh, probably. The individual ones. So they were always good fun. After a big session on Sunday afternoon, you got on it and stirred some shit. Mm. Um, Any- for me, Anytime we were just sort of like we do this remotely now, um, COVID's allowed that uh, more these days. But in the early days, we used to get together, sit in the same room, catch mm. up at offices or something like that, and crack a six pack. And it was always good times just <laughs> sitting there and, and down in a couple of beers and talking to you. It was, uh, I remember sneaking you into my work office, actually. You, it was like 6 o'clock. I'm like, oh, no one will be here. I clearly forgot my six years of accounting before that. Uh, <clears throat> should have known that people are there until midnight, but I've, I've smuggled you in and people have gone, who's this Who's this yeah. guy that you're in a meeting room with? Oh, yep. client. Having a client discussion yes, over the years that's right. with a microphone. Wenin was there and uh, another <laughs> mate of the site, Skosh, was there as well. Uh, came over and said g'day. So, yeah, that was good fun. Uh, I'm going to miss it. Going to miss it. But uh, yeah, it's been a fantastic run. Let's get into round 25. We've digressed enough. And I think it's basically a sign that the season's winding down. There's not much still to go. But if you're hanging on, if you're there in the head-to-head finals, which I'm not, have had a terrible run. We won't speak about that. But if you're in draft leagues, all that kind of stuff, this is going to be hugely crucial. So if you are up in that top 1K 
probably shouldn't be listening to us. But anyway, we'll give you a bit of a rundown on what's happened in the Teams list Tuesday news. And I guess if we had trades, and Lakey, I'm, I'm talking, I don't have any, so I'm riding on the skin of my teeth here. How are you faring with... Still got two. I made my last Ooh, two a couple huge. of weeks ago and just went, listen, I'm going to put the... Uh, close the app for now and let it ride out until I really need them. But, um, you know, I probably could have used a couple of the last couple of weeks to help me out a little bit more, but you know, I'll wait for the injuries to hit because they're bound to do so. A little bit disappointed actually in myself because normally I keep one up the sleeve just because I know I'm not going to be anywhere close to anything in round 27. I just love throwing a random, I think I brought in Jesse Bromwich a few years ago um, just had nothing to lose, so I thought let's let's do a throwback in the last round. He scored me thirty, so there you go. Unfortunately, just have to hope that I can fill a seventeen. Which the way things have been going with injuries, suspensions, last week was a struggle. Mitch Moses is gone, Jacob Preston, who I still own, is gone. Actually, both of those surprising, but I still own them. AJ Brimson uh, nowhere to be seen. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King still own him. He is out for the season. Perfect. The only person that's not out of the side is Davi Mawale. He's still there. <laughs> and like, the way you're going, he's proving a very useful body. Oh, looking forward to those 20 points in round 27 coming in mightily, crucially. But, I mean, I'm, I think I'm back to 17,000 from a lofty 6,000 a few weeks ago. It's been a tough little run. How are you faring? Um, 11K. Uh, so I got back into about 8K uh, last week and then... An eleven twenty across the weekend, I think it was, dropped me another two two thousand three thousand spots. So back outside the ten k, it's it's weird. Like uh, we were expecting such massive scores, and my guys did okay. Um, and I thought all the popular guys underperformed. I won't be too bad, but there was still some big scores around, and I missed out on. Yep. No, it's surprising. Like I mean, I've, I've wasted trades and all that, but I didn't think I had too bad a side. But it just goes to show the gap in quality at this stage of the year making sure you get those picks right and you don't have the barnacles like, I guess, Mitch Moses for so long and you've gone Cleary and that kind of thing. That's a, a crucial part of the season and unfortunately just missed the boat. But anyway, we're here to have fun. Lakey, I'm going to throw to you here for the team list Tuesday news. Oh, did you see that? Yeah, well, straight off the bat, I want to jump down to the final game of the round and it's the Raiders versus Skipping Bulldogs. Skipping right ahead. See ya. Skipping ahead. <laughs> Purely because that's it. That's it. We're we're really dropping the ball here in the last few weeks of Super Coach Talk. No, um, Jared Coker is Croker is back in for the Canberra Raiders. We've all heard the story. Yes, we've heard the story from a million times. Just announced his retirement this week um, after three hundred plus games for the Raiders. An absolute stalwart of. The NRL and Supercoach, um, there was a good stage where he, he basically didn't miss games. He, he wasn't, he never got hurt and he was knocking up 60 averages year in, year out. Um, an auto select in your center wing for a long time. So uh, I just wanted to give a, a quick shout out to Croaks um, on behalf of the SC Report. You will be missed for uh, not only your super coaching but your uh, JT story. So uh, a salute to you on your final hurrah. Honestly, when I stared, as I've said 7,000 times of the book, when I stared down at a fallen Jared Croker post-ACL when he's been knocked over by a colleague at a at Cloudland, staring into his you know, puppy dog eyes, thinking, Jesus, his career's over. 
It's, it's probably a career highlight for the young man. One he'll treasure forever. It's anyway, absolutely amazing. He's made that. He's made another three, four years out of it. Well done, Croaks. Yeah, well, let's say it's probably really timed in with his decline in footy, but let's not mm. get into that one. Um, back up to the top, North Queensland Cowboys. Not much of change there. You get Jeremiah Nanai back in the second row this week with JTB dropping out of the side. So Nanai is a big inclusion for you guys. You're still in with a shot of a top eight spot, so uh, getting him back is really going to help. On the other side of the ball, the Sharks, really just a bench swap with Hazleton back in for Colquhoun. It's a, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough one because the Sharks have been terrible for a long time and then they bounced back a couple of weeks ago and I have no idea what to – it's a flip a coin – uh, I want to take the Cowboys' glasses off here. It is do or die. If I owned Hines, so you pointed him out as a VC option here, thinking about people still on the pointy end that might have mm-hmm. hung on to Hines this long, are you are you calling that maybe from the start? Is In terms of this week, is he a, a safe VC play? I would say he's more on the safe side than he is going to go massive. Um I think you guys will show up this week. It is at home up in the far north. So you guys will get a big lift out of the crowd, um, a lot to play for. Both sides have a lot to play for, but you more than the Sharks at this stage. Uh, so I think the Cowboys will really bring it. Um, yeah, as I said, the, the last couple of times that uh, Hines has had a down game, he's bounced back with at least, uh, I think it was a 97 was his lowest uh, this year that he's responded from a, a quieter game. So he is in line for a big one, but um, I, I like another guy a bit later on more. I mean, as a pessimist Cowboys fan, we have, I think, conceded almost 45 missed tackles over our last three games on average. So clearly defense has, has gone out the window after that was kind of the, uh, I guess, turning point for us midway through the season. And now we're just dropping off tackles. Like this is a game the Sharks could really... Uh, cash in on and a guy like Hines confidence kind of player has had a couple of decent last few weeks 55 for him last round wasn't all that to write home about but before that had 100 against Souths like this could be another big game so it could be it, winning it very well shutting. could be the only thing about yeah. his 55 last week they scored 36 points and he kicked five or six goals or whatever it was so that 55 was inflated by the scoreline um and really, if they had a scored that many points, you would have expected him to feature a lot more with some more try assists or even getting over the line himself. It, he just didn't do it. Um, hmm. Don't know what that is, but yeah, as I say, I think he'll be better off this week, but I just I don't know that he'll crack the ton. Cows, Knights, and Raiders, all teams there and thereabouts. It's going to be a good little run for him leading in. Manly and, and, uh, Manly and Warriors, this is a, another interesting game. Top eight it implications is. here. Yeah, so the Warriors really need a couple more wins to cement their side in the top four. Manly still in with that whole uh, that the dreaded mathematical chance of making the final, so they've got a lot to play for. Um, CNK is in for the Warriors at the th- moment. He's coming off his third concussion of the season, so there'll be a very close watch on him throughout the week, and I'm sure now that I've taken over from Styles, yeah, I'll get nothing hmm. but inundated with is CNK playing tweets but um stealing myself for that and putting the phone on silent uh the other in for the warriors is the eggplant emoji buntia foa comes into the front row for the warriors um nothing huge with them brad parker and trojevic are out um through concussions themselves kalmator lungi is 
in on an edge with Morgan Harper coming into the center. There were some rumors floating around today that uh, Jacob Arthur, who's been named in the 14, that he would be starting in the six and Josh Schuster would be moving to an edge. But um, they haven't been named that way as yet. Could happen on game day. Josh Schuster, what an absolute uh, bust he has been so far this year. But anyway, moving on. Listen, if he can keep up that second row role for next year, he might be worth another shot. But Actually, what's, his pro- what's he priced man. at, Khan? Remember last year, we were like, oh, is how good is he going to be? <laughs> we're like, how good is he going to be? He's going to be bargain basement. And he's, uh, ooh, no, I misspelled his name. There you go. That's how well my season's going. 498K. Ugh. That's absolutely uh, overs, which means he's going to be very, very much overpriced for next season. But anyway. Okay. Uh, Friday night, we see the Eels taking on the Roosters. A lot of movement for the Eels. Obviously, your boy, Mitchell Moses, is out, fractured cheekbone. Andrew Davey suffered a concussion. And uh, Makatoa has been dropped from the bench. Mike Acevo's back in, along with RCG, into the side. So a couple of big ins, but a really big out for Mitch Moses. On the Roosters' side, just the one change. Angus Crichton comes onto the bench for Roosters legend Dylan Napa. Love that. Poor Dylan Up. Well, not poor, but he got a, I guess, a renaissance kind of game last mm. season. Didn't I saw a photo of him. Didn't look the same. But anyway, no. long and battle weary. Poor old Yeah, Dylan. he didn't look as crazy. It was weird. I will note for the Roosters that Sam Walker has been named in the 18, and there is talk that he'll be brought in on game day for Drew Hutchinson. So uh, that's another one to watch out and say the Roosters will be better off with him, I would suggest. I mean, the one shining light for them, Joey Manu. So a guy that I traded out a while ago and I thought, ah, he's going to go back to centre and do what he was doing at the start of the year, which was not a lot, but keeps on keeping on. Uh, it's kind of annoying to watch him. He just loves his base work, a bit of a ball hog, but still finding a lot of attacking stars. Yeah, he's got a decent score over the last couple of weeks. Um, did have an 18 against the Broncos three weeks ago, but he, he rolled an ankle in that game on the weekend against the Dolphins. Um, he's a bit proppy. Trent Robinson came out in the presser and said he, it's not too bad. He should be okay. He, he should play. So um, I don't know. Would you that be concerned be about picking him? Yeah, mm. I, I, I don't think I'd be concerned about picking him. Um, I don't know that there's too many guys that you would play over him this late in the season um, if you had that sort of depth. But it, it is a little bit of a concern. Out of the Tigers and Fins, we spoke a little bit about it here. What's Jermaine Asako going to score? I think looking at the sides, maybe Johnny Bateman there as well. But in terms of super coach relevance, it's probably those two. But Asako, the big one here, if you own him as a head-to-head player in the run home, it'd be a very uh, dangerous prospect to come up against. But Asako, in a game like this, what do you reckon he's going to score? Because I could see... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Arvo game, this could be 48 to 46. And that, look, so that's exactly right. With the, the team that the Dolphins have named, you'd be very, very concerned running out any of them this week. Considering it's against the Tigers, it gives you a lot more hope. Um, mm. So as very two defensively inept sides at the moment, it, it could be an absolute um, score fest, uh, scoregasm out there on Saturday afternoon. You just kind of hope that he goes over the line. It could be, you know, I, I still think he'll put in his work rate. Uh, if they get close enough, he'll he'll knock over a, a few goal kicks. If you think it's going to be 48 to 40, he'll knock over a lot of goal kicks. Um but if he scores a try, he could still go north of 80, which would be a very handy score at this stage. Yeah, I mean, how's Jack Bostock? Uh, early season cheapy favourite making a late run into the centres there. So well done for all the ghost teams that have held on to him. Other than that, it's just funny to see, uh, was it the Luke Brooks and Dane Laurie combination copping a, a bit of positive feedback from the coach in the, <laughs> during the week. Like, oh, they played like, so well. The two of them yeah, played very well in that last Really game. good combination <laughs> building over the last three That's games. Right. Before he now that we're losing him. both of them, mm. um, they've decided to play football. <laughs> oh, the poor old Tigers. Yeah, Anyhow. but for, for the Dolphins, I say we touched on it. JMK is out for the season. Uh, so is Ray Stone by the looks of it. Kenny Bromwich and Connolly Lemuelu are both out with head knocks. Valence Tavare has been dropped and Hammer is also out with a head knock. So a lot of uh, cattle there sitting on the sidelines. Certainly is. Uh, Titans and Penrith. I just had a look. Titans are $10 in this game at home. That's probably probably unders for them too. The way they're going, they, they've rung the changes as well. So they've decided that the season's over. Let's put in a few of the inexperienced boys and give them some runs in the legs. Mo Fodawaka returns from suspension. Tom Weaver and Jacob Alec join the side um, at four, sorry, halfback and on the bench, respectively. Um, Keanu Kinney is in that starting fullback. So they've got uh, a, a lot of young guys. Jaden Campbell is the other half. That's just decided, listen, we don't have much to play for. Let's give these boys a shot. Your boy, AJ Brimson, who we'll talk a little bit more about later, he's in the 19. Uh, I don't think he comes back in. I think he's probably just named there because they don't have anybody else to name. Mm, it's, yeah, they're weird bench rotations all season, I guess, with Jaden Campbell floating around there and AJ when he's fit, playing at fullback. It's been a strange kind of season for them. But in terms of, um, you know, thinking about using your last trade or so, is Tino Fasumalawi the the sort of final puzzle piece? If you've got to say set side, but you don't have this guy, is it a game that you'd be bringing him in as a say if you had one or two trades left? Would you be pushing the button with I guess a ninety three break even for him this week? A I would. Of, I would. He's yeah. absolutely the premier front rower in the game at the moment. I think we spoke about it around the Origin period where I said if I could get anybody, I would grab him. Um, but I just didn't like that he was going to be missing a game for Origin and possibly rested and then I had to buy or something like that. It was only about two more weeks before he got himself suspended for three. Um, so I'm glad I didn't jump on at that stage. But, you know, in and around that, he has been far and away probably a good six, seven points per game better than the next option. Hmm. Yep. On the Panthers' front, how much is Nathan Cleary scoring this week and is it the catalyst for a uh, return to what we would million. consider for he is going to yep. absolutely push SJ's 149 from two weeks ago, I reckon. Um, Jerome Luai is back in. Missed last week with in, 
illness, I should say. Mitch Kenny with a head knock, so but he's back in. And for those Isaac Tungo owners, he is still out. Didn't get back on oh, time. Tyrone Peachy went and served a suspension and got back to take that spot before Tungo has featured back on the side. So they're really resting him for the finals by the looks of things. I say return to form for Peachy. I forget that he scored 109, 103 uh, in two of his last three games. So, I mean, I don't know. I just expected more against the Dogs, expected more against uh, Manly last week. He's He's been, in terms of Cleary, serviceable. I thought you were going to say Peachy. I was like, he's been suspended, dude. Yeah, the professional. Sorry, Cleary, Nathan Cleary, yep. has uh, been tidy. I would say we expected him to go ballistic. Maybe this is the game. So if you yes. traded him in, I think you're sitting pretty safe. And if you're you know, tossing up between, I guess, him or Hines as as to who would score more this week, I'd have to you'd have to back Cleary on this kind of form. I I would be. You say, unfortunately, you can't VCC the two of them. But yep. um, if we're taking a stab at one of them, it's got to be Nathan Cleary, considering the team he's playing against and the the lineup they're running out this week. Yeah, Cleary it is because they're they're only ahead. Uh, in the minor premiership race on points differential at the moment. The Broncos are getting two points this week because of the buy. So the Panthers need a win. They want to keep um, pushing that points differential further so nothing um, surprising happens at the end of the year. I think they're going for a big one. If you were to, just to throw this one out here, but uh, Jerome Hughes, if you were to talk about combination of halfbacks that you want to see your season out, I guess uh, Hines or SJ and Cleary is probably... Where you, want, where you want to land. But as a pod, Jerome Hughes finally made it back uh, on the park last week for a 90, backing up for 156 against Para uh, a week or so before that. He's got the Dragons, Titans, and Broncos who might rest plays in the last game of the season at Suncorp in his, in his I guess, uh, forward view vision, for lack of a better term, idiot. But yeah, that looks like a really tasty kind of run. For a guy it really like Hughes, is. The Storm had a really good run on the run home. Mm. Yeah, um, Hughes got shouted out. I can't remember who the commentator was on the weekend, but he got shouted out as the form halfback of the competition at the moment. And I thought, geez, that's ballsy with the way SJ's playing and the fact that Hughes has been off injured. Um, mm. That's a big call. But you know what? It's not far off. He's He's been performing really well when he's on the park. He's a big reason the Storm are doing as well as they are. Um, Cam Munster and Harry Grant are there, but they seem to be just playing role parts compared to what Hughes is doing at the moment. Maybe jump at two, I guess, the Storm's opponents this week, the Dragons. Uh, very tough to read. They've got Lomax back, but yeah, uh, it, should make it a seems huge difference. like they're about... They were close against the Bunnies. They could have gotten there, but... Uh, a couple of decisions not going their way. This is probably the time where they fold and just become cannon fodder, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Not much to play for. They're not an exciting side by any means. Um, I mean, they could be a bit of the, the similar to what the Tigers are doing. They're just like, whatever, don't care, throw the ball around and, and make some teams earn it. But I don't see the Storm having too much trouble. No, I mean, yeah, not a lot in that dragon side for a super coach perspective. But the Storm, I guess, Eli Katoa getting some love in terms of late season trade ins. He was promoted from the bench this week, had a pretty decent score. He's one of those guys, we talked about him a while ago before he got that um, injury, saying that he would be a great run home play to have just because he's kind of boom and bust. Yeah, a guy you don't want to get up on against the, the wrong kind of matchup. But Eli Katoa, dangerous kind of player uh, with the run home that the Storm have. So yeah, he's, he's back. 
he's been a guy who can find the line this year, and, and he's helped massively by playing outside Jerome Hughes. Just speaking about how well Hughes is going, he's just feeding Eli Katoa easy uh, ball to get across the line. So Katoa, if you're going to be jumping on Hughes, um, it wouldn't be a stupid idea to pair him with Katoa for that run home and because they're both going to benefit from whatever Hughes does. Hmm. Certainly. Uh, uh, no sign, unfortunately, of Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, he's, I guess, making his way back through the Q Cup. Good news, I guess, for Nick Meany owners who had a massive game last week. Somehow I got 130 and I still got about 10.77 or some dreadful score. But uh, nice to see one of my buyers from months ago finally turning it on. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Enjoy it while you can. Pappenhausen got through 80 minutes on the weekend in the Q Cup, scored a try. Uh, very close to making the squad this week from all reports, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him named here next week. And what that means for Meany going forward, I don't know. Um, mm. Potentially pushes over to his right wing where he was playing last year. And... Um, uh, yeah, Pappy goes to the back, or, or maybe they share some roles while Pappy gets some runs in the legs with that good draw. I mean, at 950k, it's you definitely wouldn't be picking him no, if he was no, there. as an absolute pot on the last couple of rounds, but you kind of hope from a selfish super coach perspective, he gets like a 15, 20 minute run in the last week just to get some juice in the legs, scores 15, and gets priced accordingly. And that's the way season, I see it but... going. He'll, he'll come off the bench. Next week, if he plays, um, he might start the week after. But there's every chance he comes off the bench in the next couple of weeks, you know, plays bit part next week and plays probably half a game the week after um, as they try and firm him for the postseason. But um, that could be great news for us next year. He could be coming nice and cheap with a discount for games played. How's your nights? And coming into great form, how many games in a row is this now? It's an absolutely uh, six, dream run. Jesus. Six in a row, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them win six games in a row, even going back to the heyday. But, uh, uh, they're, they're playing phenomenal footy. They've they've been, you know, KOTD with uh, a good draw of, of late, but um, still beating some decent sides in the storm. And um, this game against the Rabbitohs will be a big test for them to see where they're really at. They are helped by the inclusion of Bradman Best at uh, left centre this week. And uh, somehow, I really don't know how, and I'd be very, very surprised if he played, that uh, Jackson Hastings has been named at the seven following what uh, happened last week. Callum Ponga almost must captain every single week. He did have a little bit of a down game last week with a 77. But, geez, in terms of delivering on a consistent basis, would you just be playing it safe with this kind of guy? I mean, you've got... Just in everything with Cleary, He's but Ponga, honestly, just, killing it. Well, well, the way the way that it lines up, you could always VC Cleary and and Captain Ponga mm. if you really wanted to go that route. The Rabbitohs have been a bit susceptible lately. They're letting in plenty of points um, despite still being in games. They had a bit of a tough run last week and and still got over the line. But it's uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I just don't know which South side's going to turn up, and I. You know, I've been a long-suffering Knights fan. I'm just waiting for the wheels to fall off, if I'm being honest with you. So it could be any week now. Hopefully, uh, it doesn't happen until finals. I can't believe that Souths have not clicked into gear with Latrell having three, four games now under his belt, but comes up in a really good matchup here against you guys in terms of fullback v fullback. It's a, it'd be a great one for a neutral spectator. Yep, but yeah. I mean, he's... Steady without absolutely killing it is like Nathan Cleary, expecting at some point he goes ballistic. Yeah, the, the way I see Latrell at the moment is he's 
doing it enough, um, especially from a super goat point of view, you can say you watch him in the last couple of weeks and you can say he hasn't played good footy and he's still scoring seventies. Hmm. I mean, you, you look over to the other fullbacks around the league and, you know, outside of Kalen Ponga, um, no one else is really putting up good scores from the position. Um, I don't know that you'd be playing anybody else. James Tedesco for the Roosters, for instance. He, the Roosters are starting to play some better footy and James Tedesco is still sort of topping out at around 70 points. So uh, I think he's a guy that even when he's not playing well, he's still scoring 70s because of goal kicking and, and whatever else he's doing. It It's better to have him for your mental health more than anything because mm. watching him and just waiting for that moment where he explodes, it's, it's a killer death ride. I mean, they're a very tough t- side to pick at the moment, the Bunnies. They've got a, had a couple of easier matchups, but they're still not looking flash. But it could just take one game and to be the catalyst. And I think the Cows lost after a six-game winning streak. So it's the uh, unlucky oh, number seven. Jinx us with your North Queensland stink. Ah, sorry, mate. Well, you know, we're still in the fight, still in the fight. Tyron Munro, a, a favorite of Styles. He, he's in the 18 jersey. They did swap him out with Milne a couple of weeks ago, but what's the read? What's... The go with Munro, uh, that's not happening again in the near future, is it? Could go either way. There was a few weeks ago where Milne was named and Tyrone Munro was brought in from the extended uh, reserves to take his spot on the wing. And then the following week, Munro was named and Mill was brought in. So I'm not willing to make a call at this stage which way it's going to go. Um, I'll keep a very close eye on all the rumours and team news leading up to the weekend and I'll, I'll be sure to let everybody know if he's there or not. I could really use him this week, to be honest with you. Very, very good. All right, last game of the round, you did touch on Jared Croker. How about we touch on you Tavita Pangai Jr.? You touched on Jared Jr. Croker. I did, well, not me, colleague. Uh, Tavita <laughs> Pangai Jr., seeing his season out and the NRL as well, he's off to boxing. That's right. I saw that coming. He's apparently lining up a fight with Justin Hodges, which would be fantastic to watch. Uh, yeah, it's a weird one. I didn't expect that at all. Um, I suppose the writing's on the wall. He's When he has been starting, he's only been playing bit minutes and not playing good footy. Um, and, but more often than not, he's put in the in a bench role, which is just not what we expected to see from him a, a season or two ago. He was brought over to the Dogs as their premier signing. Uh, hasn't lived up to the potential. So, yeah... It, I don't know. I don't know if he goes over to boxing for a year and finds out it's not for him and comes back. But, um, yeah, it's a bit of a shocker today. Hmm. There you go. RIP to Wilfred's uh, former, I guess, love child. child. But, yeah, there you go. And I think at one point the Broncos beat the Cowboys about five years ago and some news corp, I think Curry Mal guy, came out and said, Tavita Pangai Jr. is way better than Jason Taumalolo. And I think he gets quoted on that every single game where TPJ either stinks it up or Lolo. Uh, the opposite. So anyway, well, neither are doing very good things at the moment. So it's a bit of a scratch that one. Ah, Lolo's back in the starting side, mate. On the uh, Cowboys' run to the grand final. All right, let's uh, round out this round twenty-five pod. I guess a little bit of a captain's call. So I mean, I've gone. I've just thrown darts at the moment because I don't really care anymore. I've gone Clint Gutherson as as captain, yeah. uh, and yeah, you know, why not? Because the Roosters and, and Para, they'll leak a, a ton of points. And I don't even know. Actually, sorry, I might go VC Gutho, see Nick Meany. Don't care. Whatever. There you go. 
I liked it. Man. I said earlier um, about Hines that I liked a, a guy later on better as a VC option, and I was talking about Gutherson. We actually skipped over him in the, in the talk back there. But, um, yeah, he had 71 on the Chooks earlier this year. And then I'm going to give a shout-out to one of the punters on the website, Hastings7 has commented and said over the last three seasons, Gutho's played without Moses. He's gone an average of 95.8 per game. So That's the kind of stats that we would have appreciated four years ago. Absolutely. <laughs> it would have been great to have you on, online as a, a writer, mate. But no, absolutely cracking stats. He gets the benefit of the goal kicking when Moses is out of the side, so it really boosts his uh, scoring. And we've seen... The Roosters give up plenty of points of late. I think this will be another high-scoring game and Gutho's going to benefit. For me, he is my VC as well, um, and I'm going to go with Cleary as captain because I'm just chasing Cleary's 225 that he had on the Titans two years ago. It's been a long time, actually, between absolutely ridiculous scores. I think at the start of the year, was it Munster or someone had a huge score? um, Hines, it was. But yeah, outside of that, you know, the last couple of seasons we've seen those two hundreds pretty regularly. We're due, absolutely due. Um, I reckon if I had a player in the side, I reckon a Finn or a Tiger this week because I reckon this could be defence optional. See you in Bali. Uh, let's uh, let everyone get on the try sheet. So I don't know, keen to see how that one goes. But would love Jermaine Osako. Uh, before we go, Lakey, thought we'd round out the pod. You and I had a quick chat about it. Worst trades you and I have made this season yeah. i think i'll start with mine just quickly aj brimson spoken about it a little bit but i brought him in pre-origin he makes the squad and then he proceeds to get ruled out on game day about i think twice and i'm 17 schooners deep both occasions and get absolutely caught short uh, caught napping caught pants down all of that kind of thing and yeah he's a I thought, yeah <laughs> yeah geez not in a good way but no, so AJ unfortunately has not delivered as I thought he would. In a sea of, of many, many options, I think in recency bias have to go him. It's been a it's been a been a bad one. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot. Um we're trying to narrow it down as we were talking. For me, it's probably when CNK got his first concussion in round three, I traded him out for the hammer. And the hammer went on and did some decent things. But uh, CNK has become a season-long keeper, and I've really missed the boat on that one. Uh, the other one that stands out for me is uh, Jermaine Hopgood out for Zach Hosking, which was just an absolute... If I went back in time now, I'd kick myself in the face. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, would love to go play-by-play play in each of the shit decisions we've made. But anyway, turning attention away from that, must give a bit of a Kirk-up update. Uh, he's currently 284th. And overseas as well, so Just not sure how he's, he is hanging on. Top 500 is definitely in the sights. And for the turnstiles, Adam, big styles. He's 357th, six, no, what is that? I can't even do maths. Nine points ahead, nine rankings ahead of Surge. Joe Fitz, 366. That is a very, very tight run. Two points, in fact, between them. Uh, I think I've lost several stake bets because I had my mate Gil... Uh, going somewhere up the pointy end, he's fallen right away. But, geez, it's good to see some uh, friends of the friends of the show, former, I guess, hosts, former, uh, I guess, fathers, forefathers. Yes, for, yeah, there you go, there it is, fathers. Kirk up, Fitzy, 
Stylesy, all flying. All absolute Supercoach Talk legends. We are really dragging the site's name down through the mud, aren't we? (laughs) Certainly are. Probably point to that as why we're folding up. Mm. But you know what? We are going to get all these guys back on deck for, I think, a big Superpod, hopefully, in round 27. So a lot of people have come over the airwaves over the years, random punters, battlers like you and I, and then, of course, the likes of Kirkup Wennon, who started the damn thing. So we're trying to get them all on board for a final hurrah for the SC Report uh, mid-season. Of course, we'll have the uh, Mega Guide pods in the preseason, but, yeah, really end of an era we want to see it out in style, so hoping to get all the uh, regulars, or performing regulars, back on deck. So looking forward to that one in a couple of weeks. Anyway, like it's been a, uh, I guess, fun little end of the season. Not much to play for on my end anymore, but, you know, silly season. You can start looking forward to NRL finals, and you and I might even be featuring. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. Imagine Knights Cowboys. Mate. Oh. I'll be in, if- I'll, we'll be in Canada for... Most of the final series coming back for the grand final strategically just Good. in case. I'll meet you in Sydney. Looking forward to it, mate. All right, best of luck. I think you're on the clock for our NFL draft, so I'll let you get to that. And uh, good to chat. We'll be back next week. Just waiting for a funny sign-off there. Oh, no. I've done my dash. I'm witty. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns